y'all. Welcome back. I know it's been a minute. It's been a long time. <laughs> we shouldn't have left you. <laughs> Without a dope episode to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, so welcome back to Tea and Champagne Podcast. Um, we have been living life. Mm-hmm. Trying to catch up on our own lives, you yeah. know. Um, thank you guys for being patient, but life be life and sometimes. Life comes and that's the beauty of having an ownership in something. You just can adjust yes. without any pressure and that's what we did. And I'm good with that because this should be an organic experience. We shouldn't have to... Um, feel like we're up under some type of deadline deadline yeah and then the content just feels forced sometimes yeah 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 we don't want to do that but we also want to make sure we're consistent so thank you guys for giving us grace because we give ourselves grace and we appreciate everyone else's grace yeah i think we just needed well me personally i just needed some time away yeah, yeah. Because it just gets kind of busy some days, but we back. We ain't even trying to tell you our life story, but we back <laughs> today. So welcome to episode four. Episode four. Yes. So how was your week? This week has been a good week. I really, you know, tell everyone that asks me, how you doing? How was your day? You know, I'm always quick to say I'm good. I'm okay. Everything was good. No complaints. And it really do be like that it really do be where i just find a highlight in all of my moments um certain people do get a bit of like yeah today was okay because you know i'm tired i feel like i've been working non-stop mm-hmm. so there was a couple moments when i had to acknowledge like you know what I'm wore out. I don't even remember the last time I had a day off. So mm. next week I did take off a day on Tuesday Good. just because I need to breathe. During the week. During the week. Um, because this job and my other job, I have been nonstop. And it just worked out to where um, my weekends didn't have a moment of not working. Even though when I work my other job, it's not an all-day thing. Mm-hmm. But just having something to get up for, I just need a break from that. So I did take some time to do that. But other than that, like, we've been in, we've been enjoying other things outside of work. Mm-hmm. And um, I know we've had, we've had some things to watch and to discuss. And yes. we've participated in some things. Yes. So. Uh, See, that's what I mean about catching up on life. We had some time to sit down and watch TV. <laughs> but at least I did. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's important because that is like self-care to me. Yeah. I think it's self-care to me because I grew up on television. Television was kind of like a way to um, bond with my family, you know, watching television growing up with my family, watching movies with my sisters and my brother, going to the movies with my dad. It's just, you know, a bonding moment. So content always brings me peace. Yeah. So having time for that brings me peace. And I'm not 
You know, I'm not ashamed to do that. I know I meet people that are like, oh, I don't watch TV. I do. Yeah. I watch TV, I watch movies, and I read books sometimes. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to make more time to read because I do feel good when I take time to read and give my eyes a break from the screen. Mm-hmm. So I did get into some reading a little bit this week on top of watching some things. Mm-hmm. So that's good. And um, I don't know if you're just wanting to get like an overview and we'll get into what we've done and places that we've went to. Mm-hmm. So I'll just give that quick overview and let you chime in on how your week has been. I don't even remember my week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I remember it being good, but just to um, comment on what you said about TV, mm-hmm. where you work a long week and you're just busy and productive, mm-hmm. it just feels good to watch something to laugh, mm-hmm. find something to make you laugh, find mm-hmm. something to make you cry. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, I'm watching stuff that I never thought that I would watch, like Rocky. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, me and my nephew and my dad was watching Rocky 1 through 3. We watched a little bit of 3 yesterday, but I finally watched those two movies and they were good. I love that you're getting into your vintage bag. Because yeah. I'm not even going to lie. I have not seen all those movies from beginning to end. Mm. Rocky is kind of like a bit of a ooh, I'm ashamed to say I have not seen all of those. But yeah. I know enough about them yeah. to understand references. But um Rocky, The Godfather, those things, those series. Yeah. I wanna go back and revisit them one day. Now I haven't watched The Godfather, but like I'd have seen um Scarface like recently, maybe or sometime last year. That was mm-hmm. my first time watching it. Mm-hmm. And um good you said godfather the goodfellas okay see goodfellas is a classic yeah. i've seen that a lot and honestly i may be upset i mean some of our listeners may be upset but i think the goodfellas was way better than scarface i wouldn't be upset at that goodfellas <laughs> is a fucking classic yeah goodfellas casino i never see that you have to see casino okay oh my goodness joe Petsch. Yeah. Now he carried Robert um, De Niro. He carried Goodfellas. Sharon Stone. She's in Casino. I don't know how many people. Okay. Well, watch it and you'll learn who Sharon Stone is. What what else has she been? If you've seen Catwoman with Halle Halle Berry, then you've seen Sharon Stone, which I know that version of Catwoman doesn't get a lot of good reviews. But she's in that movie. She plays in um, Risk. Oh, I don't want to say Risky Business. That's a Tom Cruise movie, I think. Oh, I'll tell you. To be continued. Cause she, okay. But even if I tell you, you probably haven't seen this movie either. Because it's really old. She's an older actress. Okay. But well, yeah. I've been watching those movies. And I uh, watched The Temptations a couple of weeks ago. Yes. And that has been having me in my feelings. Because I love that music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just so lovely. Yeah, old just school so music. Lovely. It like, is y'all different. Don't, y'all don't make songs like that today. But um, <laughs> yeah, I've been watching that. And um, what else have I been watching? Uh, I've been watching Sanford and Son. <gasps> when I get home from work, those are some must-needed episodes. Yes, they're 
genuinely funny. It is. It's just warm comedy. Yes. I've been watching that, like, really cranking up at... Red Fox. Red Fox. Fox. Yeah. Yeah. He's so funny, (laughs) because he's in Harlem and um, Harlem Nights, and... um, we have, well, I don't want to say oh. we, but my parents have some of his records from his stand-up back in the yeah, day. I, so funny. I remember listening to it when I was telling you about your brother. Yes. <laughs> That's what we were listening to. We was listening to Red Fox on Christmas Day on Record yeah. Player. Yeah. It's, but yeah, the in, in Harlem Nights, you know the boxer? <laughs> the boxer with the stuttering problem? Yes. He's in Rocky. And I wonder if that what? has some type of reference because... He's in Rocky as a boxer, like this new coming boxer. I just wonder if that's like the reference because he's a heavyweight in Harlem Nights. Look at you. I just realized that. That's a good looking man. He had a stuttering problem, but he was fine. I'm going to have to go back in and really watch this now because I want to make that connection. Yeah. <laughs> and Sharon Stone played in Basic Instinct. I don't know if you've heard of that movie, but that's it's- the movie with the girl with the cigarette? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about, but I've never seen it. There's some yeah. grown movies. You got to watch yeah. grown movies growing mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't see Basic Instinct with growing up. I just know Basic Instinct as like an adult, young adult. Okay. I didn't watch that when I was little. Okay. Like <laughs> and I don't even know if I watched it when I was big, but again, I just know of it. I understand the references, like Rocky. Like, I just understand yeah. it and have probably seen bits and pieces of it. But I fuck with Sharon Stone. She's a bad bitch. Okay. Yeah. Right, baby. <laughs> so I'm glad you got into Temptations. Yes. Oh my God. Okay, so yeah, I told D I'm watching Temptations because Man. I've seen bits and pieces of that movie. I've never seen the whole three hours or the whole three oh parts. Oh my God. I love a biopic because yeah. Temptations is right up there with what we recite backwards and forwards, right along with the, the five heartbeats and an American dream. And I'm now, I've seen American Dream. I really like that one. I was about to say, and I I hope you've seen that one at least. Yes. Michael, Marlon, who left the talent in the swimming pool? <laughs> Go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you. I don't want you. I don't want you. No but it's the... I'm just thinking. Thank you. Thank you. She dancing, y'all. Just thinking of me. It's been a good time. Take your mama, baby. Oh, my God. Hey. <laughs> oh, my God. You have to make me go home and watch that it's movie. It's on Tubi. It's on Tubi. Is free. it on Tubi? Tubi? Yeah, that's how I watched the I need Temptations. To- <laughs> I need to give a shout out to Tubi. Because yeah. Tubi, I, you know what? It's on Tubi. Tubi. I was hating on you for a little bit, but I didn't know you had regular things. Yeah. And they got the Jeffersons. I've been watching that too. Another classic, classic I episode. I love the Jeffersons. Though. Yes. But um, yeah, I've just been trying to find things to make me happy outside of what I do Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. So um, some of that has just been entertaining family or just mm-hmm. being around family. Like even last week when we went to go see Creed 3. Uh-huh. And um, just being with y'all, mm-hmm. you know, you and your children and my cousins and your sister and her fiance. It was just kind of like refreshing to laugh. Uh-huh. And I was cranky when I first got to the movie theaters because I was hungry. I didn't even know. I couldn't I tell. said, let me eat something because I was <laughs> mad at the drink machine. 
the drink machine wouldn't pour all the juice out oh or something. My first, the buddy kept stopping and releasing, stopping and releasing. I'm like, what is this? I didn't even realize. So, I was hangry. And once I got them little expensive chicken nuggets, I yeah. was cool for the rest of the day. Good. But, um, yeah, just entertaining family. Yeah. Um, you know, like yesterday, I hung out with my nephew. And he just likes kicking it with me. So, that makes me happy. And just catching up on laundry so that's kind of what my weekend was like my work week was just work week so good well I'm glad you got a chance to breathe with family and friends because Mm -hmm. I enjoy going to the movies like that and I'm Mm -hmm. so glad you were able to come with your family cousins I haven't seen in a minute and um hang out with my sister and the kids and see Cree for the second time which (laughs) I was on board for it <laughs> girl the man looks so good Ooh. i was in the hollering in the movie the I, mean, I mean i mean jonathan majors i'm adding you to the roster Ooh. like you just come on over to the team he just looks so classic man he does and he's a smart dude yeah i think he graduated it. from yale oh really i think so um he went to an Ivy League. Yeah, I I was listening to his interview on Tamara Hall. I didn't think it was Yale, but his acting coach was on there and he was talking about which which college he had gone to. But I don't know if it was Yale. But anyways, he could have went to um, grad he, school. And yeah, went, he could have <laughs> acted or something. But yeah, he he you could just tell <clears throat> that he's um, confident in his abilities and that he is trained. Yeah. You could you can tell that he definitely yeah. honors his craft. It, he went I, to oh, um, go ahead. sorry UNC. He went to University of North Carolina for his bachelor's and oh. Yale University after that. Okay. So yeah, shout I out to I didn't realize Jonathan. that he was in that um, Netflix movie. I didn't realize he was the lead in that movie. And he looked so good in that cowboy movie. You seen that Jay Z cowboy movie on Netflix with Idris Elba? I think. so. Regina King is in it. Oh no, you talking about about the back in the day in the western? Yeah. Yes, he but did I his think thing. Idris is in that movie. He's in that one too. Idris plays in a couple of cowboy movies. Oh, <laughs> that's another one. Ooh yeah. Idris Elba plays Dead in cowboy. that one from like a western. Okay. And then Idris plays in a modern day cowboy movie. Check With that his out. son. Yes. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay. I haven't seen that's on yeah. Netflix. I don't know if it's on Netflix or Amazon Prime. Okay, I know what you're talking but about. But you can stream that yeah. for free, I think. Yeah, because they in Texas. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, but Jonathan Majors was in that cowboy movie. And he looked good with that Yeah. Yes. I didn't even realize that was him until I just saw a meme about it on Instagram. The harder they fall. Yes. Yes. I ain't too much care for that movie, though. Really? I like Django better. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only other black women I've seen. I liked it because I like Zazie Beats. And yeah. I love me some Idris Elba. I love me some Lakeith Stanfield. Well, I thought the casting was good. The casting was good, but I feel you, though, because I haven't watched it again. Yeah. And I might have fell asleep on some of it because I watched it too late. Yeah. But I do like the ending because I think Jonathan and Zazie, their love interests in that movie. Okay. And I think they... I ain't gonna give away the ending if y'all ain't watched it. I mean, but cool. well, they get away at the end, and I like. Oh, that. do they? I yeah, think I fell asleep, girl. I didn't understand it. Uh, I was like, 
you know what it was? It was Regina King's accent that she was trying to portray. <laughs> I don't know what that was. And it was very distracting. Okay. And I feel like she carried the movie well, mm-hmm. but... I was just trying to understand now I'm about what to she rewatch was saying. It. Now I'm about to rewatch it because I want to understand what you're coming from. She beat some people up in that movie. She does. I mean, it's, it kind of reminds me of The Watchmen. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably why I couldn't really get into it, too. It's just an action movie. Mm. Did you like The Watchmen? Did you watch that? I think I only watched four episodes. I didn't finish it. Oh, you got to finish it. Yeah. It gets interesting. Yeah. it's. I was interested with Yaya. Yes. <laughs> I, like, I, I watch stuff uh that's appealing things it's it's the the cast the whoever looks good on on the show that's what makes me want to tune in mm-hmm. i told you that that's mm-hmm. why i'm watching bmf <laughs> because of wait a minute i don't watch bmf because of terry oh okay because i was about to say because they've been talking about the other dude recently meech not me. Oh, Uncle Charles? Not Uncle Charles. <laughs> they talking about I can't believe I can't remember his name on the show. He just are the you one that died? No. Horatio's husband? <gasps> no, but he He too. was fine, buddy. He was. They didn't they, have to do him like that. Who is but, writing um, this show? <laughs> I'm talking about the villain. What's the villain's name? Oh, Lamar. Lamar. Lamar is fine. Yeah. Lamar it looks like one of my types. They too. yeah, they he have does. been they have been highlighting Lamar on social media. Like, y'all, I didn't know Lamar was fine. <laughs> he do look He's good. so trash on that I show. Like one of my exes. Yeah. Really? Yeah. But yeah, 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 yeah. The brother fine too. But why <laughs> Lamar was in jail and him and Meech was they were talking in that interrogation room. <laughs> and he, Lamar just started speaking happy feelings. Girl, I was dying laughing. <laughs> he is so weird. He is so weird. He is a weirdo. And the way he treat his cousin just like I know right. he's talking bad. But his cousin him. trashed anyway, though. Yeah. He trashed. He him. don't want to take care of him, but his cousin is trash. He be doing some foul shit at yes. his job. Yes. Every time I be about to feel bad, I be reminded, like, you know what? Nah, you trash anyway. The whole situation, throw it away. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, okay. Awesome that um, Creed has came into our um, existence. I am proud of Michael B. Jordan for his directorial Mm -hmm. debut. I think Mm -hmm. for that, he did a great job. And um, I enjoyed it. I understand your opinion on how the first one is just a rawness it can't compete with. Mm-hmm. I definitely get that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also like to see his his um, evolution into retirement and his career. And they introduced his daughter. And yeah. she's a, you know, she's a fine character. Mm-hmm. And they brought in... Her being deaf, but it was just a seamless introduction. Like, they made it look... They just made her look so cool. Mm -hmm. They made her look so cool. The styling was great. I appreciated the wardrobe that Tessa Thompson brought in Mm -hmm. and her storyline. They um, have good chemistry. They do. They do. I mean, they look like a real couple. I liked their chemistry, and I liked what she brought to the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, Just bringing in a different way to handle conflict mm-hmm. and uh yeah 
you know, I just thought those conversations were important. And um, Jonathan Majors, they, you could tell that he was, he understood the assignment about yeah. coming through fresh out of jail. Yeah. You know, he was rugged. He was rugged. Yeah. And he... <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, I liked at the end that, you know, he was fighting, you know, to win. Mm -hmm. And they just had a moment of, like, respect at the end out of all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. I just like that. Is this your king moment? You know. When yeah. He said, a dunnest up thinking, you know, setting a dunnest up to think that he can... I don't know. He somehow convinced him to fight in that match or allow him to fight in that match. And once he actually beat up the opponent, it, you know, he was like, I got the, what's the bill? I got the bill. I'm like, woo, Yeah, I wasn't expecting that, was no. you? He just looked so good with that shirt off. Yeah. <laughs> I so sexy. <laughs> I appreciate him and uh, mm -hmm. what he brought into Michael B. Jordan's movie because anybody else, you know, I don't know what that would have been like. Um, I know like Rocky wasn't in this movie. Um, and I was just gonna say this very quickly like, I don't know how Rocky would have fit in the movie because I'm mm -hmm. the only reason I like the first two a lot is because of the mentorship mm -hmm. Rocky gives Adonis, but um. I, I, he wouldn't have fit in the movie. I don't see any any place where he could have just yeah. fit in the movie. So, um, the other thing I was going to relate to, um, after watching Rocky, their stories are similar. Yeah. Um, especially the second one. The mm -hmm. second story, like, Adonis has a child in, the, in Creed 2, and Rocky and his wife gets married in, in Rocky 2. So, um, they kind of play on play from Creed to Rocky like Rocky I'm sorry Creed is our black Rocky basically right, right. but um Creed don't really have any relationship like any friendships in the movie like to fight against like Adonis excuse me Apollo and Rocky are friends right they they become friends within the 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 boxing community I mm -hmm. guess mm -hmm. are just fighting each other but Adonis doesn't have a friend. He only has his wife. Yeah. And he only has his enemies. So yeah. it's I'm I can't wait to watch Rocky Three because that's the one Mr. T is in. Okay. And I feel like they gave Jonathan Major that rugged role because that's how Mr. T is in that movie. Okay. So um they're very similar. Yeah. They're kind of it's kind of like how you're supposed to do a reboot. Yeah. Like, they reboot things all the time. Yeah. But this is a good reboot. A, a good black reboot. A too. good black reboot. Yeah. So, this is good. It's good. It's good to show that that's possible. Yeah. Did you hear that they're rebooting Good Burger? Did you see that? Are they really? They're going to do a Good Burger, too. Okay. <laughs> and I'm excited for it because I'm just glad they look healthy. Yeah. I'm just glad Cal... And Keenan are both looking like they looked back then and yeah. that they're healthy. I know Carol has had some things in his, you know, journey, but I'm just happy to see him healthy. Yeah. And we love Good Burger in our house. I did too. So, That's why I'm whether like, it's good, mm -hmm. mid, or bad, 
I'm here for it because that's one of my favorite movies. I don't, I don't, I don't predict it will be better than the first one, obviously. But I'm just glad to see. I really like Kale. Me too. That's what I'm saying. I'm just glad to see him working. Carter loves uh, Keenan and Kale. Yeah. They do too. Me and Monet, they yeah. love them some Kenan and Kel, especially in Good Burger. So I was, you know, and well, speaking we'll of reboots. Okay. <laughs> so you've been watching, you got into Creed a bit. Um, what shows you've been watching? Um, oh, I kind of talked about it already. I, Abbott Elementary for sure. Mm-hmm. Um and just old 70s sitcoms like the Jeffersons and um, yeah you did you did uh, so you just been getting into the the oldies yeah um i haven't finished harlem yet and i haven't finished i'm not caught up on bmf i watched sworn but we'll talk about that later yes (laughs) yes we'll talk about that later and you said you're not caught up on bmf yet no, the last thing I saw was Carisha crying. Oh, okay. That's the last thing I saw, too. Okay. I haven't watched it after that. Whoever did this need a pipe? Michi, where's my husband? <laughs> I've been saying that. I've been saying that to the kids all day. <laughs> Michi, where's my husband? Oh, my God. Okay, well, I'm... <laughs> Well, I like you. Obviously, got into Creed. I've not been watching a lot of of old things, but um, I've been into my sitcom bag. Um, mm-hmm. Grand Crew came out with some new episodes. Yes, I forgot. I wish how many episodes they on? Just two. Just like two or three. Okay, it's not that many, I gotta get that and it is bag. good. Yeah, it's good. I've seen it on at work. So funny. Abbott Elementary definitely funny. Bel Air has been good. Oh, I haven't even gotten into that. Bel Air and Grand crew are both on peacock yeah so i've been watching that and um i started watching the show that i was talking to you about earlier with carrie washington um (laughs) on prison yeah um so i will finish that up because i do like it i ain't gonna lie tell the viewers what you don't like well that's what i was about to say (laughs) i I ain't gonna lie i do like it although i was not gonna watch it after seeing the commercials and saw how horrible that wig is like it's so distracting you got all this money you got all this money they got youtube tutorials (laughs) on how to lay the fuck out of a wig where's your team at Girl. You got all the resources. Why are y'all brushing <laughs> this wig like that? And then want to put some clips on it. Like you styling it. I'm upset. And I'm confused. And I'm frustrated. But I'm watching it. I will get past that. But I see that on shows all the time. Like yeah. you just gonna throw this wig on and call it a day? Yeah. When you got the skill set and the budget to do better. You know, I think... Do you think it's because wigs are just so popular and people have normalized it now that it don't matter what the hell the wig looks like because we just know it's a wig? I guess. I guess we're supposed to use our imagination. (laughs) We're supposed to use our imagination. Because, I mean, common folk are wearing wigs. And common folk lay their edges down. Yeah, they do. They beat on bad bitches, they lay them edges down. I'm a a baddie, not a bad bitch. Girl, like... (laughs) I'm just, that was, that's my pet peeve. It ain't even that serious. It's not that big a deal. It's just a pet peeve. Because I know they got the budget to do better. Yeah. 
But other than that, the show has been good. It's kind of one of them shows, like, sometimes I watch shows where the main character is not my favorite character. Yeah. And she's kind of not necessarily my favorite character on this show. I like her dad. Her dad is handsome. And, you know, that's a, that's a classic dad. Yeah. You know, he's from Crooklyn. Yeah. Daddy yeah. from Crooklyn. Daddy from Romeo Must Die. Yeah. And um, this Christmas... This Christmas, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. That's or the that's stepdaddy. Yes, you know what I mean. That's a that's a classic father. So, in this show, he's doing his thing like he always do. Mm-hmm. So he's like my favorite character on this show. I like his character more than I like Carrie Washington's character. And then her love interest. Um, I, so far, I'm okay with the love interest. He played in Dear White People the series. I don't know his oh. real name. But he was... Is he brown skinned? He is. And he had like a kind of like a slanted haircut. I think I know what you're talking about. Is he the one that Neil Long was messing with in that show? In the series? In the series? Oh. Oh, I forgot she was on there. Mark Richardson is his name. Oh, no, this is him. But I know who you're talking about, too. He kind of looked like um, the guy from uh, Brownish. Trevor, do you see it? <sighs> I'm gonna look up Trevor from Grunish because I can't think of what he looks like right now. Her boyfriend, Aaron. Aaron? So oh, oh. Yeah. Yes, he is cute too. Yeah. They kind of could favor. Yeah, I could see that. But I like him in this show so far. I ain't finished the show yet, so okay. we don't know if he's gonna stay likable or not. Okay. But so far, he's pretty good. So I've been watching that and, um,. Catching up on the, let's see, the drug shows, you know, BMF, Snowfall. Snowfall is doing its thing. But you don't watch that, though. Nah, I can't get into it. Yeah. And it's almost over. Like, this is the last season of that. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, TV has been getting me through. I downloaded another app that... I was told, you know, they had some good shows that was up there with Insecure. Like, have you heard of the All Black app? Mm-hmm. There's a show, I think, called um, Living Through Living for Jason or something like that. I can't remember the exact name of it. But I was told it's kind of up there with Insecure. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to see if I can make time for that, too. Is it a subscription? I think so. I don't know. I haven't. I downloaded the app, but I ain't clicked on it yet for them to tell me subscribe or not. But probably. (laughs) That one, that app and something else that got supposed to have some good black series that I want to check out. Okay. Well, I'll make time for it because, you know, BET Plus has some good content. But all black look like that content is some quality work. Yeah. So um, there's sounded. a show with um, King Kieran. You remember uh-huh. that? You know what I'm talking about? Uh-uh. Um, you know I sent you that video of the baby where the baby was in the mall and the daddy was doing the yes. voiceover. Mm-hmm. He's in a, a series on one of those uh, on All Black. It's like a comedy mm-hmm. series or something. So that and it's like a, a group of actors that's on this show. Um, I think the brother from That's So Raven is on it. Corey? Really? I think so. So that's... Well, shout out. <clears throat> something I, that I want to watch. Okay. I'm, I'm glad to see he's still working too. Yeah. What you've been listening to? So... 
the playlist has been revisiting <laughs> Renaissance. I've been mm-hmm. listening to tracks eight through sixteen specifically because mm-hmm. I hadn't given the second half. Mm-hmm. I had not gave them enough attention. Mm-hmm. And our <clears throat> first episode with Jacquees kind of inspired me to go through and revisit those tracks because you guys were raving over Virgo's Groove. Mm-hmm. I said, well, let me go back and replay Virgo's Groove because I don't know that song like that. I keep playing my first top five mm-hmm. or six or seven. And so I've been playing the last eight of that album and the energy is hitting different than yeah. it hit the first time. Yeah. So I've been listening to Renaissance again. Man, Beyonce, I'm glad... <laughs> I, I don't know if they get paid every time we pay or every time we play their music on Apple Music or not, but if they get paid every time we play their music, I'm then helping her and her kids out a lot. Lord, <laughs> that part. I'm just saying. ain't no reason. If that's the case, if every time folks play Renaissance, she's getting something out of that. There's no reason. Don't take your prices needed. There's no reason that people are out here talking about, am I going to pay rent or buy these tickets? There's no reason people should be doing that. (laughs) As much as you're supposed to love your fans. But anyway, um, yes, I've been listening to uh, Renaissance again. But I've also been listening to Ari Lennox because Mm -hmm. we went to see Ari Lennox. We did. We did. And it was so fun. It was so fun. That day was so fun. That day was. We had a good time. The weather was perfect. Yeah, because it's cold outside now. It's crazy. That was still February, too. Spring need to fight back. Because like, that day was glorious. Yeah. We had a great time, and Ari did her thing. She sounded good, amazing. You could close your eyes at that concert and think you listening to the music on your radio <clears throat> because she sounded yeah. just like her tracks. I just think her voice is so magical. It is, and she's so sweet. Yes, like yes, and she's so funny. Like I've yeah. been listening to her latest album, but I've also been listening to Shea Butter Baby. Yeah, I've been listening to that. Her music too. is so relaxing. Yeah. Whoop cream. I just downloaded that on my playlist. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's that on that song. album. Mm-hmm. I like um, the song about um, her first apartment. Yeah. Yeah. I like her interludes. Yes. Too. Yes. I like her voice. So yes, Ari's been on my. You know, been on my ear sets, my ear pods, my radio. Janet Jackson has been on my radio. Mm-hmm. Been exposing the kids to some Janet these past couple of weeks. Okay. Letting them know this was her song when she was in The Nutty Professor. Okay. You know, because she had that song. Yeah. I like that video. Yes. I said, it's virtual. Y'all know who this is? And I've <laughs> um, <laughs> been listening to old Kanye, too. Mm-hmm. Old Kanye is still on my playlist. Wow. Y'all can fight me. <laughs> <laughs> I still listen to some of his old stuff and um, introduced the kids to some Bone Thugs and Harmony today mm-hmm. on our way back from Atlanta in the car ride home. Hey, I played some. Uh, yeah, what you play? Crossroads. I, well, we didn't get to. I played Crossroads. By the time I put Crossroads on, they had put their headphones on. Oh, okay. but before they put their headphones on, they got a chance to listen to. Um, Thuggish, Thuggish, Ruggish Bone. Thuggish, Ruggish Bone. I think there's a song with them and Tupac. I played that Mm. for them. Um, East 99, first of the month. Okay. 
for the love of money. For the love of money. <laughs> <laughs> all their hits, all their hits, but they're also like Buddha Lover. That's a, a song I don't think they released, but that's a good one. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, just, you know, kind of hitting black music across the across the times across the decades yeah um but yeah ari i'm so glad that we were able to see her live i love seeing live music so yeah. I, I, I would like i would i could go see her again me too um just uh i would like to go to a venue where we could sit down we just yeah we just stood up well we <laughs> If we do that, what well, I was expecting, we would yeah, we would just invest in those seats up yeah. top because yeah. them folks was up top living, chilling. Yeah, and we was really struggling trying to see. We had, we had to find our spot. Yeah, we found a spot where I felt like I got some good shots of her. Yeah, so I feel you. I'm at that age where I'm like, is there somewhere to sit? Sit down. <laughs> Thirty five minutes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. What else? What you been listening to? Did you say what you've been listening to? Oh, uh, I know I've been listening to a lot of 70s uh, mm -hmm. love songs. Like The Temptations. I've been listening to Luther. I, told yes. you. I text you, you told when me I was about listening that. to yeah. What's the song? The House Is Not On? A House. No, A Chair. It's still a chair. But what's the name of the song? It's The House Is Not On. Oh, okay. I think that's what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> well, it caught me yeah. off guard while I was listening to it. I was like, damn, this shit is good. Mm -hmm. It was just like so. That man was singing, like begging to the lady, just mm -hmm. come back, stay with mm -hmm. me. You know, it's just amazing. Like, I just like the the way men just feel like they can't live without you mm -hmm. in a positive way. But um, I'm listening. I've been listening to LTD, this song called Love Ballad. And because I've been on YouTube, like listening to just, um, you know, they have those mixed playlists they or whatever. Do. Yeah. And they just play all the good songs. So um, I've been listening to some Isley Brothers. I've been listening to. Um, I love the Isley Brothers. Anita Baker. Ooh, love me some Anita Baker. And I found another playlist that's kind of like college. Yeah. <laughs> um, like early college, two thousand seven R and B like stuff that when you in your twenties, early twenties, and you found discovered them real freaky R and B songs that you ain't listened to because we we church girls. <laughs> So like uh some like underground pretty Ricky stuff like um it was a song with plies and pleasure P and oh it's so word. nasty but oh I don't know it's well the playlist I'ma just say the playlist on YouTube is called Bedroom Playlist. So yeah. they got all the bedroom songs and I'm just like gosh these are all the songs that we listen to in college. Yeah. But um Four Walls by, is it pretty? It's not pretty, Ricky. Y'all know who I'm talking about. These four walls, good numbers, they tell all the things that we okay. from St. Louis. Yes. Um, it's got that on there. It's got uh, this song with Jaheen oh. and. It said you got a big old ass 
Because mm-hmm. they had a pumps and pizza mixer, mm-hmm. and you were able to stop through for a little bit, mm-hmm. and I was between lunch. Yes, yes, and I was able to go on a Thursday, mm-hmm. and I was debating on doing that because I'm just like, oh, it's a school night. I'm not gonna know everyone that's there. So I don't know if it's gonna be awkward. I was just being my introverted self, and so I was like, oh, I'll go. I'll think about it. But when you said you was going to go and you might not be there by the time I got there, I was like, well, just tell me how it is. And that that might influence if I decide to pull through. But I just came anyway, mm-hmm. regardless of whether you was going to, you know, give me the temperature of the room or not. I was like, I'll just show up and see for myself. And I'm so glad that I did. I'm glad that I'm taking these moments to step out of my box in a room of other powerful women because that's what it was. It was a room of... Um, women who are pushing their initiatives and confident in everything that they were doing mm-hmm. and it gave a time for them to promote everything that they want people to know about mm-hmm. um so i was able to meet a few people that i'll highlight i know that the chief of police was there mm-hmm. celeste um yes yeah, celeste murphy was there and that was great to see her um, in person because mm. the first time I saw her was on a billboard. Mm. And me and um, all my family in the group chat, we was all like, did y'all see that we got a, a the first, first of all, the first woman mm-hmm. and then second of all, the first black woman mm-hmm. as the chief of police in Chattanooga. So shout out to her for coming there and introducing herself, letting us know that she is our chief of police. Yeah. So... That is so dope. And so that's kind of like a a black excellence spotlight, Mm -hmm. you know, and I was able to see the, the, I'm trying to think, hold on. So I was able to meet the mayor's director of supplier diversity. Okay. So he has brought in um, Karen Collins to help with bringing in suppliers in a diverse space Mm -hmm. so she was good to meet because we all got a chance to say we were able to say where we were from and i was able to say where i work and that i'm a co-host of tia's champagne podcast Mm -hmm. with lena and 
everybody that needs an extra girlfriend in your ear, come check us out. Was able to <laughs> give us a shout out. And then I also was able to promote that. Um, I don't talk about this a lot, but I'm on the board of the National Association of Black Accountants. Yeah, I didn't know that either. You didn't know that? Baby stages, like it's a, it's a new chapter. It's in so charge. Pour your pour your glass. Oh my goodness, <laughs> that's exciting. But it's a yeah, it's a it's a brand new chapter that we are. Thank you. You're welcome. We are, uh, you know, just incorporating. Cheers. Thank you. For <laughs> <laughs> We're just trying to incorporate more diversity in the business industry okay you know what i mean so i was able to promote that a bit at the event and so when i did um the uh director of the supply diversity chapter for the mayor karen she was able to say hey um do you have a cpa that you would recommend to help with girls inc so that was able to have like a ripple effect on someone that I actually do know mm -hmm. who is a CPA and she's doing her thing on her own. Mm -hmm. So I'm happy to give her some contact information that could hopefully expand her business. Yeah. So just being able to promote things about yourself, that was a great way to um bring that in by having an event like that yeah and um i met sonia walker who mm -hmm. is a member of the national association of health services executives mm -hmm. i'm not on the board of that one but i'm a i've been a member of it mm -hmm. and um she was introducing me to her greater nashville chapter mm -hmm. so now i have like an in to yeah. another initiative yeah. that supports my career path because yeah. she's a part of like the executive side of healthcare, so it was great to meet someone like that mm -hmm. and she's also a plant ambassador so we exchanged social medias and she's a plant ambassador that's what i call her yeah because when i bought my plant i saw her <laughs> we actually talked so her plant page is lit so i'll give it a look then yeah she you know she gives you tips on how to take care of your plant babies okay that's so cool. it was good to meet her Jaquise will probably like that too i agree jacquise know how to take care of her plants mm. her, she got plants hanging from the ceiling that go all the way to the hall oh i love that yeah i can't wait till my plants flourish in that way yeah i made a, a reiki master there What's which that? You have to follow her. She's her Instagram handle is the Natural Blonde, and she is into like meditation and energy and like okay different things in that world. Okay. So being a Reiki master, I think it has a lot to do with like managing your energy, mm -hmm. which I'm all about. That I like breathing exercises. I like different mm -hmm. ways of healing. I bet did she? I wonder if her and Brie got to meet each other because mm -hmm. they that's up their speed because mm -hmm. they do holistic health. When I met her Brie was talking to her okay yeah so that's what made me introduce myself to her because I saw Brie talking to her and I said well hey mm -hmm. what you do so it was a great circle of conversations like yeah you, it, they had games yeah. so there was icebreakers so mm -hmm. if you were shy to talk to people you kind of had to you had a comfortable way to break out of that yeah that's so good. I was glad to be there I was yeah. glad to see Brie there and be able to talk one-on-one -on -one with her and um meet her outside of her 
working out. Yeah, Bree is dope. She's so dope. I know. So this was a great event, and I'm looking forward to other events that the Chattanooga Business Elite will promote mm -hmm. and coordinate. And shout out to Michael Williams because she put that on. Mm -hmm. So good job, Michael. Yes, I agree. They did their thing, and shout out to Pizza Bros for letting Huskies. <laughs> So that's our black business of the week, Slim and Huskies. <laughs> Slim and Huskies. When, <laughs> it was pizza and pump, so I had pizza on my brain. We pizza can edit that out if you want to. It's cool. <laughs> that's well, good. I'm so, like, yeah, that um, was that was great. Yeah. My little time that I was there, I was happy to see some... You know, I was happy to see you, Brie, mm -hmm. Keosha, mm -hmm. um, and some more ladies that I saw that um, I tried to work the room and get to know in a short amount of time. But yeah. I think it's great that we all can collaborate and be friends and, you know, work together. It's a small town where we can just all grow together and get money together. You know? I agree. Let's, and spread the word. I agree. I agree. It was great to... Um being in a room full of like-minded individuals mm -hmm. and everyone was warm and welcoming yeah. so i'm excited to do something else like that in the future all right y'all we're gonna take a break <laughs> and we'll come back talk to you in just a moment all right tea and champagne sippers we are back <laughs> That's cute. We'll call y'all the sippers okay. instead of the listeners, the sippers. Yeah, I like that too. So cheers to y'all. Um, let's see. Um, we got out of line a little bit. So the uh champagne for the week is Menage Trois Prosecco Sparkling Wine. D got it from. We got it from the liquor store. <laughs> but they sell it at the grocery store. Now too. it 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 is equivalent to our. Uh, true and favorite Lamarca. I didn't even realize that that wasn't Lamarca until she told until I looked at the label. Yeah, but um, it's pretty good. Um, yeah, it's a budget friendly champagne. Yeah, that I just wanted to try. It said Menage twice. So I said, hey, and they also have good wine too, like yeah. Chardonnay, Cabernet. Yeah, they're they're good. They're on point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, and uh, we're gonna highlight some more black businesses this week. Um, first of all, shout out to Jamil, um, who has an online boutique called Blue Kitty Lounge. Um, she sells, uh, it is a sex toy lounge, a sex toys boutique, sorry. And, uh, she had a live a few weeks ago where she kind of presented all of her, uh, toys and they're very interesting. Yeah. Very, very interesting. They so, are. And she's local, and if you ever catch her on site, she, she'll help you out on site, or you can order the cool things. And yeah. she was at the mixer as well. Yeah. So it was great to and see her. The uh, I think her toys are very affordable. They're not like, the, like, they're more close to the 50 and $20 range. Okay, that is affordable, because those things can get into the hundreds. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. if y'all are interested in getting toys and getting your thing going, do that also want to give a shout out to be condoms they have the best instagram page they share a lot of sexy 
uh, intimate information for you and your partner. Yes, they do. Um, it is a black-owned business for condoms. So, mm -hmm. you know, um, if you're, well, my motto is safe sex is the best sex. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, um... I, I'm not sure if they've hit the market here in Tennessee to see if we can buy condoms from them in store, but you can always go to their website, becondoms.com, and just follow their Instagram page. They just really have some cool stuff. Me and Dee uh, share their page every day. Absolutely. They just have some interesting information about yeah, sex. Yeah, because, I mean, just to tap into it a little bit, we're not a sex podcast on this particular podcast, but... Just to give you some context, on Instagram right now, they have eight habits that's harming your male parts. Mm -hmm. um, they have how to have pain-free interaction, mm -hmm. eight health benefits to certain positions. Yeah. So they really care about the benefits of being active yeah. and how to enjoy it and yeah. the benefits of it. So. Yeah, and it's, it goes for women and men, too, although, you know, mm -hmm. men are the ones that use uh, the condoms, but we do, too. well, anyways, um, <laughs> they just have information for men and women, so it's it's beneficial, so give them a follow, and um, tell them tea and champagne podcast, yeah, yeah, so we can collaborate, yeah, okay, um, and, um, okay, so, we'll get into our main topic, which we had just, I think we mentioned that we had just watched Swarm, because that just came out. Yes. So, we'll tap into, and if you haven't watched it yet, go watch it, pause us, watch it, come back. Yeah, because we're dropping spoilers. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Spoiler alert. So if you haven't watched it, pause it, go watch it. And if you have watched it, enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> what you got to say. Okay. So that movie was 100% crazy. <laughs> Just I mean, it's a series. I'm sorry. It's a series, but it felt like a movie because... One it didn't want to stop watching. No, and the episodes were 30 minutes, which I like. Yeah. You know what I mean? A 30-minute episode yeah. is an easy binge. Yeah, but it was so much, like, going on through the series. Like, okay, first of all, Twitter and, you know, y'all hyped up that sex scene for Chloe Bailey that wasn't even really necessary. It's so much more to the story than just Chloe Bailey. And, mm -hmm. and what's the other guy's name? The His name is Damson. Damson. It's so much Damson more to Idris. the show or the series than that. Um, shout out to Dominique Fishback. My girl took us on a journey the entire time. Like, I just could not stop watching. The first episode was just so bold. I mean, I, I guess that's the only way to, to describe it because... Y'all talking, y'all trolling us about Beyonce and us being, you know, beehives and everything. Mm -hmm. And which was kind of intriguing for me to want to watch it because I feel like I'm part of the beehive community. Well, we both are. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, we we hear, I don't know if you have, but I've heard some silly stuff about people actually taking the beehive too far where they actually go out and harm people, you know. 
but actually seeing that on TV and why, you know, this young girl just loves, I'm sorry, a performer. It wasn't Beyonce. It was a performer, Nadja. She loves her so much. And her and her best friend, you know, just shared that love for that musical artist, you know, throughout the years of their friendship. It's just crazy to know, like, someone could just be a psychopath and have that much obsession with a performer? Yeah, yeah. It was an exaggeration, but at the same time, it was so. realistic. <laughs> you, yo, you could totally see what happened in this show happening in reality, for yeah. sure. But I do think it was deeper than that. Like, yeah. her actions went beyond just being a fan. But at the same time, Beyonce fans are a different breed of people. Yeah, they are. I ain't never heard nobody, no Rihanna fans saying that they still kill somebody over Rihanna. Yeah. Or uh, Janet Jackson. Yeah. Michael Jackson, maybe. Maybe. But is that even healthy? And no, it's not. Yeah, you know what I mean? And I guess people, they say those things, and a lot of those people, they say them, but they're not really going to be out here doing what this girl did in this show. Yeah. You know, but is that it we even... That we know of. That we know of, but is it even healthy to play with that? Like, just to say that and to threaten that, look, I'm going to hurt you, and I'm going to hurt the girl that bit you, and we coming for you. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, no, that we, energy. We protect our queen. Yeah. Yeah, that energy is just obsessive. Yeah. And I'm a fan of Beyonce, but I'm not out here putting my feelings like that into social media about, like, I might post a clip every now and then of her saying something inspiring. Yeah. That's the extent. I'm not about to be on here fighting other people leaving comments if they say something about her leotard. Like, <laughs> if y'all don't like her leotard, that's cool. I ain't got no business having a beef with you about it. And these fans will go online and say, leave her and her leotard alone. She made more money than God. Like, Ooh, that's what they do. But they the ones broke. I mean, I'm not saying they broke, but they don't make the money that she makes either. You no. know, she might need to be quiet. Somebody go come after us. <laughs> That's true. Like I said, I am a Beyonce fan. We are beehives. We are beehivers for sure. I just don't want no beef about it. Yeah. I just think um, the illustration was just really good. Mm -hmm. uh, so even some of the stuff like the character Dre said, like, you know, they be like, Naja ain't all that good. She's like, she is. She is not the same. She's one of one. No one is like her. She is a goddess. <laughs> I remember in college when they was calling her Beezus, like Jesus. Mm -mm. Like, they was just saying, like, you know, just say it. You know, I guess how they felt. Like, she was just God, a goddess at the time. But, um... Yeah. The girl in the movie, Dre, she's the main character. And, um the series just kind of takes us through a journey of her life where she kind of kills people who don't like Beyonce and it uh excuse me Nadja sorry the performer <laughs> on the show is called Nadja it's not Beyonce they're just referencing the service right they're just referencing that it it's a performer that has beats right yeah 
it's a troll. Yeah. We know who it is, but yeah. that's not what they, the, they the reference Beyonce all throughout. So we're interchanging those names so easily because yeah. they make those obvious references. Yes, yes. But the character's name is Nasha. Nasha. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, she. It's a journey of if she would ever get to meet Nasha, and I guess the end goal is to see what she'll do if she gets to meet her. That's yeah. what the whole series is pretty much about. Cause she goes to different cities um harming people if they don't like naja or if they're in the way of her of meeting naja uh -huh. um i really thought the writing was good um because it's so relatable and i looked at some of the um, production like donald glover of course killed it with producing the movie and just <sighs> That is a real genius. Like, I'm not, I, I don't know. Like, at one point when I used to watch Atlanta, I used to be like, well, why is he a genius? But I could, I could just, I was really on the edge of my seat that first episode. And just the way he just gets it. Like, the actors do not look like they're acting. It looks so relatable. It looks so real to me. I mean, we know it's over-exaggerated, but it's still like, relatable i don't know how he gets it how he gets in my head to make me just want to keep watching it over and over and just until it's over like uh, to me this was better than atlanta i don't know maybe i'm bold to say that but to me it was better it well it wasn't better than atlanta first season first was, season was good it reminded me a lot of atlanta though but it definitely had atlanta energy for yes sure. like just the the dry humor the dry dark humor yeah the the cut it catches you off guard a lot of things you know you like kind of want to laugh but then you be like damn it's kind of dark yeah you know what i mean even the camera work like the cinematography the was cinematography great yes was very reminiscent of atlanta and he had a storyline that you know you could follow yeah i also like about um I think I read somewhere that said this series was inspired by a tweet because they always say black women who are in uh, main roles are always someone that needs therapy, someone that's always looking for love, someone that always wants a you know this career, this big chance in life. Uh -huh. And this was totally opposite of all of that. It wasn't your typical black lead show series right because it's a it's a thriller mm -hmm. and it's about a black woman killing people it's just a, being a serial killer and a psychopath yeah. um it i just think that dominique just kind of showed her whole range like definitely like, showed range woo! in every episode you get a different a different side piece. of her yes, yeah a different side she is an actor that definitely is making a name for herself with this particular series. And this isn't the first thing that I've seen her in. Mm -hmm. But I do think this could be her breakout role. Yeah. Um, bitch definitely needs to win some awards for this. I think, yeah, I think so too. Um, I was just going to say, like, from the first episode, like, when she was, she... I'm not gonna say shy, but she she looked very awkward on the yeah. first the first yeah. episode, leading all the way to the seventh episode where she was so chill and calm 
which was really disturbing because if you probably seen somebody like that with that type of demeanor of persona and when you see them in the street you just thinking they just a cool chill person mm -hmm. and you don't like you said you don't realize that this is a serial killer who is broke Ooh. living out her car Ooh. and everything and just somebody just showed interest in her yeah you know a type of love interest in her and she ended up killing him just because she don't like Naja. Yeah. <laughs> um it yeah, it it just if anything, it makes me want to revisit my self defense classes because yeah. you just never know what folks are capable of. Yeah. So you you know, you think you're getting one version of someone and they got this whole backstory you don't know anything about. And that is scary. Yeah. It is scary because, you know, it makes meeting new people challenging. Yeah. Especially if you're trying to make new friends, if you're trying to date. Yeah. You just don't know what people are capable of. And then you have to just be okay to yourself out there and trust but at the same time know you are also taking a risk with your well-being yeah you know meeting people as adults it's just it this show just reminded me that it's you gotta wild be careful out there. yeah because the last episode where she met her girlfriend they just met and <laughs> get in the car, you know? Yeah, and there's some things that are, you know, some of these characters are doing unsafe decisions. Like, but in your 20s, you probably do be doing some unsafe, well, <sighs> I guess so. I mean, some, some women, and I guess I, a lot of people do real unsafe stuff. And I guess that's Uber for you. Yeah, that's Uber. Anyone that uses Uber or Lyft, you getting in the car with, with a stranger. Some, yeah, with a stranger. Or even... It's old in the days as taxi cabs. Yeah. That's life. Yeah. That's riding the bus. That's yeah. riding the city bus. That's riding an airplane. We're all putting our lives in the hands of strangers. Of strangers. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what makes the story to me more enticing because it's so realistic. It is. You just need a ride away from the club. Right. You need a ride home from the club. Um, what about, what you think about the, the docu-series, like the, the first 48 episodes? liked it yeah you know the lead in that episode was the black woman who was uh i'm assuming detective. she was a detective oh was black as i don't know she way. was very black and she had to and i guess to do a job like that you have to have that kind of mindset where you're yeah. not getting emotionally attached yeah to the victim yeah she's definitely treating it like a case that she's trying to solve and laughing at things that are funny about it she was funny she was so funny. And so it's such a dark thing that they're talking about, but they made it look real. Yeah. They made it look very real the way that they show these news clips. Like yeah. Donald, Donald Glover, that dude, he be having me out here Googling, like, wait a minute. Yeah. Second guessing ourselves. And second guessing, like, what did I just see? And because he has the disclaimer, you know, usually the disclaimer is if you see anything that is reminiscent of something you already saw it's a coincidence this is fictional mm -hmm. his disclaimer is the opposite yeah this isn't <laughs> this, fictional this shit actually happened this actually happened <laughs> and anything you see it is reminiscent that's it's intentional, intentional. <laughs> like what? yeah and so i like that he's you know 
creative in that way mm-hmm. and he's not shying away from bold things like he's not shying which makes me wonder if beyonce had some input on this because mm-hmm. he definitely didn't shy away from the ridiculousness of how her um things have played out in her career like yeah. the way people be um uh going to bat for her about uh the enemies that she has mm-hmm. um the way her lemonade album came out that was incorporated mm-hmm. into this show mm-hmm. and everyone was really hating on jay-z during that time yeah they did show like the elevator scene they show the elevator scene mm-hmm. that you know who would who would cheat on her yeah <laughs> I remember feeling that way though. Yeah, I remember. I mean, at one point though, when I was like, "Hey, Jay Z, right? She gonna be upset?" I said, "I'm scared." <laughs> like I know she human, but damn, like that was just really disappointing to know. It was disappointing because you would, you know, you just everyone puts Beyonce on this pedestal. Like she yeah. wouldn't choose someone like that. Yeah, yeah. But she's human. She's human, and he is too. And he is as well. Yeah. So you know, we have this you know this excitement about these artists and their talents but we do have to also remember that they are human beings and they're doing things for our enjoyment but they also have bills to pay yeah um i was going to say something else about dominique um and her character being a psychopath like she would tell these stories to people. Mm-hmm. Her character would tell stories. They would ask her, like, why do you like Naja so much? And she would tell these convincing stories to make... And it sound like people was jealous of her. Like, that one girl in the mall that she was eating lunch with or something, she was, like, talking about, like, she went to... Uh, she met Miss Tina, and she do her makeup and stuff and be going to brunch and everything. Like, what? you got a hell of an imagination. Yeah. And the girl, like... We know, we, we're we watching, the viewers know because we're watching that this girl is struggling, just going to different cities, killing people. But the girl on the, that she was telling these lies to looks so sad. Yeah. <laughs> and then she was like, um, I knew you was great. I knew you had something. You was weird, but you had something. I'm like. She didn't even like you in the first episode. She just want to be down. If you know Beyonce, I want to know if... I wanna excuse be- me. If you know Naja, <laughs> I want to meet Naja too. You know what I'm saying? Since it's just so easy to meet her and all of that stuff. But shout out to that actress. Dee actually told me these uh, actresses, the like the cast names. I didn't know that Billie Eilish, Eilish she Billie, has a cameo Billie. in one of the episodes. Actually, she's not just a cameo. She's a character yeah. in one of the episodes, Billie she Eilish. She was creepy, too. Up, I didn't know Paris that was her. Paris Jackson popped up. Paris Jackson was creepy, too. I didn't know she that was, was her. <laughs> um, and Ricky Thompson, was that was the guy, the Sprint guy, the phone guy. Yeah, he was yeah. Funny. You, you pointed him out to me. He was funny. <laughs> he was funny. I thought he was going um, to get murked, but she did. <laughs> um, and Chloe Bailey, go ahead, Chloe. You know your love. Uh, yeah, say, you know yeah, her type act, of style. Her acting has some chops. I'm not mad at her. Um, what she brings to the table. And um, Dan Damson. Damson Idris. I don't watch um, Snowfall. Snowfall, so I'm not really too familiar. I know who he is, but I'm not too familiar with the acting. 
but uh to know that he's british and he has a british accent and he mm -hmm. sound like somebody from houston not a, a southern guy mm -hmm. i thought that was kind of dope you know yeah, i'm gonna give him his credit for his that. american accent be coming through mm -hmm. it comes through because on snowfall his american accent is supposed to sound like he's living in california yeah and whatever part of california that they're based in so I don't know how they do it. I don't know yeah. how they go from that to that. To that, I know. And then um, he acted like a real twenty-year-old nigga. He like did. he acted like guys that I was in college with, just so immature. Yeah, just the body language, trying to holler everything that they see, just horny for no reason. Yeah, just smiling at all the right parts. Yeah, like, yeah. sneaky. Yeah, <laughs> he just just played that role so well he did. Um, it was very believable it was it was and um yeah it's just really good it's just a, a good body of work donald glover and the um i think they are called the adobe twins uh, okay. Adobe, excuse me Adobe twins they are filmmakers out of atlanta they directed a few episodes on um the series and I researched them because they uh, created Hunk for Jesus, Save Your Soul. Oh, yeah. And if you like that movie, you know, the the comedy and dark, what they call it, assault, assault tear, assault, satire? A satire, mm -hmm. yes. Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of what um, Swarm was to me, a satire. I mean, I guess it was more as a more of a thriller, but yeah. But people have referenced it as a satire too. Yeah. I've seen people in the comments, and then I've seen people in the comments saying how no Donald Glover didn't make a series about me. I feel seen. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that one. I saw the trailer. Yeah, you know, like no, he didn't make this about us. Is he trolling? And I totally think he's trolling. But I also think he's bringing awareness. Yeah, I do think he's bringing to awareness. To mental health, yeah, uh -huh. for sure. I do, I do think he's bringing awareness um, to mental health because obviously, not everyone that's a fan is to this extreme. This yeah. character had some mental, um, uh, some mental things going on for sure that I think was beyond her control. Like I do think her actions were intentional. She should, she should definitely be held accountable for them. But she needed help a long time ago. Yeah. And some of that, they didn't, what, oh, that, that episode, the first 48 episode, they didn't, like, they wouldn't give us the root of the problem of what was wrong with her. No, and, and I get what she was saying. I know. Saying, you know, why do, you, why do we need to make you feel better by saying she's this way because of yeah. this, that, or the third? Yeah. Why we gotta paint this child I get it. with this issue? But they did not, we don't know where she came from. We don't know about her parents. We just know that she came from a foster home. I yeah. mean, she was a foster child. Yeah, she, the lady was just like, and these are all about my babies. Something yeah. about her grandma. Like, yeah. These are all my babies. And why do I have to make you feel better about not doing something some about it? That's a hell of a writing too, to really just make your viewers watch this whole series and not know what the fuck is wrong with this girl. We know that we, she's a psychopath, but we don't know... And even if she did where she go, came yeah, from. And, and when people go through things, that doesn't give them the right to harm other people. Like, True. People still got to be held accountable, even if the root is because of something else. Yeah. I just wanted to know but what I it was. But I wanted to know what it was. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. You know, it, um, I don't know if you realize, like, um, 
the the biggest issue of why she had to leave the house with Marissa, why why their Marissa's parents put her out, was because the dad just didn't like the dad felt close. some felt some type of way about their relationship about them getting too close. Did you notice on the seventh, like the last episode when she goes when Dre goes to meet her girlfriend's parents, mm -hmm. the dad is like, okay, well I'm glad to meet you. And he, she kind of look at the dad like sideways, like, yeah. "Are you cool?" Like you know, it was kind of like a direction, like going back to her past. Like I'd have been down this road, something similar before. Yeah. And the dad put me out. I, like this time it was kind of like, "Are you okay with me dating your your daughter?" It's the way she looked at him. Like was like, yeah. Are "You cool with this?" Like, that's what I mean. The girl got some good ass acting. She yeah, she definitely <clears throat> she did so much without saying anything. Like yes. he, she spoke loud with her body language. So Okay. So what about the um the Bonnaroo episode with Billie Eilish? Cause that one <sighs> is when girl threw down with that fucking acting. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> Man. <laughs> he always throwing in stuff like that. Yeah. He always throwing in some cult stuff. Yeah. That episode was definitely about some cult shit. Yeah. And I well, I, I was just gonna say, I think I said this earlier, like, I don't get how he does throw in things like that. It's always an episode that white people do something that's disrespectful or offensive or something. He, It's always like a, I don't want to say that he shine a bad light on them, but it's always an episode like that about, you know, black people doing something. But I you mean, know what? We can't something. even say that's all his imagination because this stuff be happening. I know. I this know. stuff be happening. In Atlanta, he had an episode with the children. With the children. Yeah. I did see that. It was based off a of real thing. I know. Which is, that makes me uncomfortable. Like, I have goosebumps thinking about yeah, that right now. Yeah. And then in this episode, this white cold shit that shit is real. Yeah. That's where the term drinking the Kool-Aid came, came from. Yeah. yeah. That shit, it hurts But you me. know what? She was so obsessed with Naja. Yeah. If she wouldn't have been, she might have been dead. Because, like, when they were supposed to be meditating uh -huh. in that fire, uh -huh. what took her out of that hypnotic, well, she was hypnotized a little bit, or so yeah. whatever took her out of that, it was the music that she heard to realize that she's missing the concert that she had planned on going. So, Naja literally saved her. Yeah. The music saved her. Yeah. Yeah. But that, yo, that episode showed that you can't be playing with folks. Yeah. Like, she, for some reason, felt comfortable enough to go to their place. Like, yeah. I, I get it. I, you know, I get that this was an, another point of view that this series needed. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It made it a well-rounded series. It was a whole other point of view. Mm -hmm. And... You know, people go in and they're so kind mm -hmm. and they're so kind. She she was welcomed with open arms and she was talked about, you know, breathing in and meditating and let's go on a hike. Yeah. And, you know, people love going on hikes. Yeah. And it could be such a good thing, but you still have to have your guard up. Yeah. 
And Billie Eilish played the hell out that role. She did. Because she was creepy as hell. Mm -hmm. She was creepy and um, still lying her ass off Mm -hmm. the whole time. Mm -hmm. Still lying her ass off. And it was just weird how they bring in this this one black woman. Ain't no other yeah. body else in the cult of a different race, mm-hmm. but they brought her in, and it's it just makes me reminded of like how sometimes we're toyed with, mm-hmm. like we're like we're put into this position of being a toy or a pet. Yeah, and so he always, you know, brings that into his work. Um, I guess because. He might have felt that way, I guess, at some point. I can't speak for him, but the way he be incorporating these storylines, I feel like he has some resonance with it. I think he really does his research Mm -hmm. and things that's probably just important to him. He kind of just illustrates it, those stories. Because that's not the first, I mean, that story with the children on Atlanta, I don't think that's the first one. Nah, it's not. It's just the one that I can remember at this time, but it's not the first one. And, um. Because what's the one, Teddy Pendergrass? Not Teddy Pendergrass. What was that one? The one with that Michael Jackson looking dude. I think that was a real story. Mm hmm. That one was scary, scary too. Yeah. That one was scary too, Mm -hmm. and it made me uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. It did make me uncomfortable. This new season has something to that effect too There's i know a, you was talking about a like dear a like linear episode that and then there's an episode where um he's on the he's on a flight i think and they wouldn't let him get on the airplane for some reason mm. and so <laughs> the lady was a white woman that was interfering with his flight and he went through this whole um premeditated way of get back i'd be spoiling it for you Mm -hmm. if i tell you what he did Mm -hmm. but it got so deep into like it got to the point to are you gonna go are you planning to watch it yes i ain't gonna say nothing then (laughs) yes okay i'll be putting you both of you let me put you and be on hold (laughs) (laughs) yes yeah it's an easy watch and it's a short season it ain't even that long Okay. Well, the the movie is. I mean, I'm sorry. The series is amazing. Mm-hmm. Dominique Fishback. Dominique Fishback. Dominique Fishback. Remember that fucking name because that girl acted her butt off. Mm-hmm. I'm just like so amazed that someone. She's so talented. Like she understood the assignment. And it was all in her face. It was all in her body. Yeah. It was even, just... Yeah, because even if you watch it and you're like, uh, this was okay, her performance was top-notch. Yeah. Yeah, you know. I don't know. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, does, does he have his actors, like, go to a certain class to, like, this is... I want you to be raw. Or is he teaching the class? Because even when he's on... Um, Atlanta, like it's just doesn't. It feels like a modern day. It just looks so realistic. It does. It doesn't so, look forced. It doesn't look corny. It doesn't look like BMF. <laughs> <laughs> and you know the tone that the the people bring in, like even something as simple as just a tone. Yeah. You know, I guess something, and it's probably some things that's taught. 
And then there's probably some things that just can't be taught. Like some things are just innate and you can just have what it takes to come into the room and do the script. And then some, I'm sure some of that stuff was probably unscripted. Like some of the yeah. things she brought in. Yeah. So. But the way her face was looking when, on that Bonner Room episode though, like when she was hypnotized, like mm-hmm, Tom was doing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Her body language. What are you thinking about when you enter when, that character? Uh, on the last episode, when even when she lost her tickets to the show, and she had to turn mm-hmm. away, they she had to turn away. Just even how she turned away and was humped over, yeah. it was just like, oh, it's gonna happen. It had me on the edge of my seat because yeah. I just knew she was killing everybody. Yeah, the way she was acting, I mean, and then she. Go, we see her look like a girl in the beginning of the, the mm-hmm. series and then look like a stud in the end of the series and it's still like damn like this bitch is good she had like a dude she was yeah <laughs> it was good you couldn't tell me that that wasn't her real way of life yeah so that's what acting she is like that like is her. what good acting is and um you know we've been well i've been seeing on instagram where people post like the villains of like which one of these villains did y'all like actually hate in real life because they were just so good at their parts and <laughs> she on the list she gonna be added to that list right next to Lawrence Fishburne <laughs> I, um what's your Macaulay the one they play Mr. He, ooh, Danny Glover oh <laughs> from the color purple yeah he, he's, he's on a- that list too Definitely um, on that list. And then the one that um, Blair Underwood. Oh yeah, know. Blair Underwood on that list a little bit. He was so good. But he was believable. I didn't. Oh, I did not care for him in that role at all. Yeah, I know. But he was. I ain't in that role particularly. Yeah, but it said it all. <laughs> Mr. Swab. He was Mr. Swab and said it all. Yeah. Well. Um, everybody watch Swarm. It is on Amazon Prime. Anything else you want to say about it? I think it was an interesting series to introduce. It was a creative topic. You know, it definitely was a creative topic in all the content that we are swallowed up in. It's hard to differentiate yourself and so I thought this was a great way to bring in the topic and the timing was everything to bring yeah. us in right before Beyonce's renaissance, um, renaissance, renaissance tour. tour yeah he knew what he was doing which yeah. is another thing that makes me wonder if Beyonce was in on it yeah um so I'm just glad he highlighted something like this as such a topic and hopefully people take something from it um that is positive like i hope people kind of take a look at themselves and make sure that they're you know not taking their fandom overboard and endangering people with it we don't want that we want to have fun with our celebrities yeah because i was on edge like i don't know if i want to go no more right we shouldn't be feeling like that scary people out there you know what i mean we shouldn't be feeling like that we shouldn't be feeling threatened by people who just love them just love them and um i can't believe i watched that though i'm usually afraid of stuff like that it was it was dark but it was tame ish Mm -hmm. tame ish Mm -hmm. so yeah um i recommend it and um, 
if not for anything else just to support this up-and-coming black art black artist yeah. uh dominique she is a relatable uh look you know what i mean yeah she they did not doll her up it mm-hmm. was raw and i appreciated it so mm-hmm. support and then i'm just curious i had mentioned this she have a it's a scene where she's a stripper mm-hmm and um, she had this long braid and edges and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she, I was just wondering, is that Drake's photo cover? <laughs> Twenty One Savage and Drake's uh, album cover. I wonder if that's the same girl, or is that is she? I don't know. I don't they, think that's the same girl. Okay. <laughs> Did you have any closing thoughts on the movie? I mean, on the series. Yeah. Um. Even the strippers were good. They were. <laughs> Even they their were acting good. was good. Acting it was. was good. That's what I'm saying. Like, what is the? What What are you doing? Definitely. What are you teaching person. your actors when it's time to? <laughs> we don't. I do not think this is the same lady. From Drake and Twenty One Savage. Okay, album sorry. Cover, sorry, I didn't well, mean to cut I you see, off. But when I saw her with that braid in her, in her head, I was like, "Dang, that looks familiar." And that's the first thing I could think this of. My wild. <laughs> but uh, the strippers, they played their parts off, and Reggie and uh, I just watch it, y'all. Just just go in with a light mind. Just watch it. Be open minded. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And just. Uh, enjoy some good creative work. I agree. Okay, moving on. <laughs> um. Oh, did you did you want to talk about Hunt for Jesus? We can talk about that too a little bit because I don't have too much to say about it, but okay. I did watch it. Okay, and I'm all for them highlighting black churches. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They definitely, and I think it was a satire for sure. Mm-hmm. I thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. I was laughing throughout it because I do think that, you know, they were, I hate to say making fun of black churches, mm-hmm. but the way that they showed the clips of the audience, that camera footage was as if they were taking it from real churches. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Sterling K. Brown, I thought he played the hell out of his role, but Regina, um, Mm-hmm. she played the hell out of her role yes and you know i always respect their acting and those big black churches i've all i love some of the sermons sometimes and i ain't even gonna say sermons because i i you know i I'm from a, a small black church background, mm-hmm. so I've never really went to a big black church mega and heard. Church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a mega church. I've never been to a mega church and just heard it from beginning to end. I just hear bits and pieces of sermons. Mm-hmm. And I take the meat from those and what I feel is good content. But as a whole, I have, you know, just wondered about which ones I could trust. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I feel like. Hong for Jesus just brought into light about the ones that people cannot trust. Yeah. And so I did appreciate it for that. And um, it did get dark for something that was satire and that I was laughing throughout. Mm -hmm. It did take a turn where I felt uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, 
And I don't know if we want to get into spoilers on this one as well. That movie been out in a while. Okay, but his his entanglement mm. with the boys, mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, I don't think nobody was, cause you know, like in the big, like when the the one guy that's a part of the five congre congre. Okay, I'm edit that part out. <laughs> um. The guy that was talking to the camera, he was like, Pastor Lee Curtis, he uh, shares his love to everybody. Mm-hmm. Now, who he shares it to, that's questionable. Or something <laughs> like he said, something like that. Yeah. That's questionable. But yeah, like, some, I was reading some of the reviews. They were kind of saying, like, this is like um, the movie of Bishop Eddie Long. You know who that is? Oh well, it's like a a, a mega church pastor in Atlanta that died, but he had this um, sex scandal where he was um, interested in boys. Wow, I feel like I remember that. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, whoa, he's white. No, Bishop Eddie Long, he's black. Oh, okay. There's a different Eddie Long that pulled up. Okay, I see. I see Bishop Eddie Long. Yeah, dies he, at sixty three. Controversial yeah. megachurch pastor. Yeah, dang. Yeah. And that's that's kind of like a lot of. I mean, like that's probably the relation to the story or something, and how his wife had to go through that and everything. But I just what I my my thoughts on this movie is mm-hmm. men- it goes back to mental health um Regina's character knew that she did not want to be in that marriage anymore yeah um she knew that she was exhausted she yeah. knew that it was becoming like too much for her to handle and she went to her mom Mm-hmm. You know, which is what a lot of black, you know, what we do, ladies do. We go to our mom to get their opinion. And she was trying to be vulnerable with her mom. Let her know, like, this marriage, I don't know where it's going. And her mom was just kind of like, go to God about it, you know. Yeah. But in most cases, we know that she should have just left that man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He was, his attraction is men. You yeah. know, it's not even her anymore. So, um, I guess mental health, um... A lot of us in black churches, they don't talk about that. They just, we always have to use God. Oh, this this is going to come out wrong. But we always use God as a way to save us instead of just actually going to an extra mile to work on our mental health and yeah. doing what's right for us. Yeah. Um. Whew, sorry, I had to get that out. But, yeah. Um, because people have, I've heard people say, you don't need therapy. You just need God. You just need to pray about it. And that's not enough. That's not enough. No. Especially when, for me, it's not enough. No, I can't just pray away things to feel like my mental health is going to get better. I have to really go to therapy and talk to someone and go to a doctor and and get get better with my mental health. Yeah. She needed more than the advice her mom was giving her. Her mom was coming from a different time. And even her mama needed different advice. Yeah. Because you she, know, she waited until her husband died. Yeah, that wasn't fair for her mama either. Yeah. And it wasn't fair for Regina Hall's character. Yeah. That's just not fair. Yeah. It's not fair. I hate that um, people, men or women, men or women, feel trapped in that way. Yes. That just 
infuriates me that there's a whole life out here. Yeah. And you feel trapped within these walls because you're afraid. Yeah. I think it just comes from fear. Yeah. I think it comes from fear. And it, it's hard to leave hard situations when you don't have the money to do so. Yeah. When you don't have the resources. Yeah. When you're scared for your life, if it's like an abusive situation and you don't know what that person's going to do to you if yeah. you try to leave. There's a lot of variables and I get that. But um, I think. Um, oh, go ahead. No, it's, I was just going to say, but, you know, they highlighted that that's what people do go through. I think that she her character just liked the lifestyle because her she her did. big her main reason to, to help her husband because she wanted to be back on that stage she liked being seen she, she liked was being a first lady she was yeah um and she liked the, the flashy cars and she the was able hats. to afford them expensive hats and get her hair done and you know be a first lady you yeah. know what i mean yeah yeah um i just wish that she would have been able to entertain that part of her desires while also branching out yeah you know because there are women yeah you can be uh, a public figure without being in a without being somebody's wife yeah yeah or just being in that type of marriage but i mean a lot of women don't feel like they can do it unless they have their husband with them yeah and have you seen where people have been telling even tamara to go back to her husband like people really? have been like because she's big on instagram and i follow her mm -hmm. and she's always posting you know cute things about mm -hmm. herself mm -hmm. because she never really said the reason why they broke up mm -hmm. just that they were breaking up mm -hmm. but people are like look they they think that because she ain't said no reason why they broke up that she just left him for no reason so yeah. you just need to quit being hot and go back to your husband like i've seen people say that and I'm like, what book are we living in? Yeah. Where women are not whole. Yeah. Without, without being with someone. Yeah. Um. I think it's a double standard. Um, because I I wish like things were taught just to not even just to be like an independent woman or whatever and do your thing or whatever or you it's like either or you either supposed to be an independent woman get money and be a boss or you supposed to have a man to take care of you like now it's it's i mean what am i trying to say um that's not true <laughs> that's a myth that's a myth i think that's what i'm trying to say because you can have both you can be able to take care of yourself and have a uh, love too with a significant other yeah but um i think the main thing what people need to learn when they grow up into becoming an adult instead of looking for a partner or somebody that they need to be with for the rest of their life it's just learn how to take care of yourself because that's more important because even if you do marry somebody y'all get into the marriage 25 years y'all have successful you know marriage but if someone gets sick and you know if your husband was your provider now you gotta provide for yourself on yeah. your own you know what i mean so i think that um the main thing that we need to teach teach the next generation be a giver, but just learn how to take care of yourself first. Yeah, and have your own identity. It's have okay. your own identity. It is okay to have your own identity, even if you want to be with 
a partner that's cool yeah and you know as long as it's healthy i don't think you have to be in a relationship just to be in a relationship when the situation is unhealthy and yeah be understanding to know that people just grow apart from each other yeah that happens too and what you honestly do outside of the public's eyes really just your business it is your business it's nobody else's business your business um and people can part ways and people can also reconcile yeah it's not the end of the world when people part ways people come back together all the time or i've seen in some cases like some people are better off you know when it comes to children they're better off parents for the kids but they don't necessarily have to be together yeah to be good parents for the yeah. children things you know? yeah i've seen where things got better for the kids when they're apart because i've seen that a lot too we got these kids so we're gonna make it work and when the kids are grown we're gonna go our separate ways mm-hmm. whereas while they're young going your separate ways i've seen that help the kids mm-hmm. so it was yeah it was definitely a a movie that i thought was good to make because yeah. I, th- I think it did bring some conversations up yeah. that needed to be had so and it was regina hall and sterling k brown yeah. i'm gonna support everything they do you like that nugget you bucks in oh my goodness that's one of the things i was laughing at for sure i was like so is this a comedy i know that was so random it was so random but, but okay. I liked it though, cause I was like, yeah, yeah, we about to go run up on this church. Yes, the young version of them. <laughs> yeah, cause I was just like, oh, y'all scandal is coming. Yeah, the way that they were acting, they was like too good. They were perfect. too good. You yeah, know what I mean? Too, too squeaky, too squeaky. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yes. Well, all right, we'll take another quick break. And we're going to set our intentions for the week. Okay. We'll be right back. Okay. All right, y'all. We are back. We are setting our intentions for the week. This week, I know it's going to be a light week. I'm going to keep it short. Um, It's going to be a light week for me. So my intentions and my goal is just to keep doing my cardio brie had me running this week and i was running on my own on the trip uh on the treadmill at the gym so i'll be continuing doing that and um i'm going to a wedding next weekend so i guess i better find something to wear <laughs> yeah and have fun i have only been to a wedding like once really trying to think because i know i went to my sister's wedding um girl i I used to be the flower girl i don't really have a lot of no i'll take that back i've been to more than one i've been to more than one because i went to a cousin's wedding before um yeah i can't remember too many other ones that i've been to because like I mean, my friend circle is, like, tiny. And mm-hmm. a lot of friends that I've had are, like, out of town. Mm-hmm. And so their weddings, you know, if they're out of town, I've probably missed out on those. But family weddings, maybe a few times. Yeah. Yeah. I used to be the flower girl, like, uh, all the time. I, I know I did at least four flower girl weddings. That's awesome. And then just my mama friends will always be married. So, you know. Had to go to a wedding. 
Um, so <laughs> shout out to Adrian and her husband. I mean, her fiance. Yeah, it should be a good time. I think you have fun. I'm sorry, dude. Yeah. Adrian and Kincaid. And then, um, yeah, just having a good week. Um, drinking more water and loving on me. Good. Uh, what you got? Uh, same thing. Um, I know last weekend I gave myself some props when um, I didn't have anything to do when I got home from my other job and so that's exactly what I did. I did nothing, took a nap, watched the TV. So I'll try to incorporate that into my routine again. Taking naps feel good to me. I think that's self-care and it's healthy. Mm -hmm. um, of course, drinking water. I've been drinking tea these days. Mm. I've been um, kind of alternating from my coffee and bringing mm. in my tea back into my routine. I used to drink tea like every morning and I combine my tea bags. And so I've been like playing with that again on a daily basis instead of just every once in a while mm -hmm. and it i think it's good because i drink tea that has like probiotics in it lemon ginger green tea black tea like i mix that all up add some like cane sugar or some honey Ooh, and okay. i yeah and i um oh. one or the other not both i don't do cane sugar and honey i might do like a sprinkle of cane sugar or a squirt of honey and um, I'll do some splashes of apple cider vinegar in my tea too, because that's, that's supposed to be really good for clean you. Your house. It, it's good. Digestive system. Yeah, yeah, it's really good for me, and it tastes good. I think it keeps me alert. And then also, um, just as like a professional intention, I've been revisiting the idea of picking up another program. Um, I told my boss the other day, um, was revisiting maybe getting into school again and, mm. or, or getting <laughs> certified in something. I'm not sure yet. Mm -hmm. It's just brainstorming right now because I feel like there's something more I could be bringing to the table and I'm just trying to educate myself on something somewhere. Mm -hmm. So we'll talk about that in our one-on-one -on -one this week. And she was just like, well, pace yourself. I mean, you're still learning what you're doing now mm -hmm. and that's okay and I'm like yeah that's okay but I'm still trying to learn something else too mm -hmm. I know how um I know how much I know how much access I have to resources I just want to make sure I'm taking advantage of my potential without doing too much and if I was to pick up on another program like that I'll definitely let my other job go. Mm -hmm. I won't do that and do that. Mm -hmm. I'll let that go. Mm -hmm. So um, just revisiting my professional intentions and drinking tea and getting some rest. Okay. Well, um, when you were talking about tea, I had some uh, matcha green tea. Matcha that Yes. Matcha latte. That's what I, oh, yes. That's, and, that's okay. Yes, and that's what I've been on, too. I've been alternating my coffee for matcha green lattes. Yeah. And I usually get them iced, but last warm. week I was getting them warm. Yes. And I've been getting them at Starbucks, and they've been really good. Do you put sugar in it? No, girl. Do I, you? I put honey, like one thing of honey in it. I guess I put it in a pack or something. Oh, wow. But that honey, it tastes From like Starbucks? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. It tastes like a um, graham cracker. It tastes so good. That sounds really good, but usually I just get it as is. Yeah. And um, that does it for me because I used to get the matcha lattes all the time. They have a matcha lemonade. And mm. so this week I've been doing the matcha 
lattes instead of a coffee. And I'll still do a coffee, you know, an espresso as well. I'm not just going to give that up. Sometimes I drink my coffee black and yeah. I just like it. But so I also like to do other things. You drink but it black and put cinnamon in it? My That's coffee? pretty good. That sounds good too. Yeah, I do that. I've I don't have creamer. I've had, yeah, I've had it cinnamon to my tea before too. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, when it's a good coffee, I can just drink it straight. If it's a quality coffee, I can. Like who? You like? I think McDonald's got some good quality coffee. Their coffee is better than Burger King for sure. Um, <laughs> Waffle House coffee is pretty good. Waffle House, mm -hmm. I can do like a sprinkle of sugar and a little bit of cream. I don't have to juice that up too much. And I've drank it straight before. Cracker Barrel has a good coffee. Yeah. And uh, Whole Foods sells a good coffee brand for the Keurig machine. Like mm. they have an organic coffee that I get that's pretty good it's called like breakfast blend um and i can drink that straight the organic one is pretty good like a good breakfast blend mm -hmm. i'm just starting to drink coffee again too because i just don't have no energy anymore. yeah but i'm trying to alternate it because i feel like like you're saying with the tea like i'm i'm used to drinking tea but i just feel like my energy is off yeah and, uh, some of that is just not being hydrated enough. oh not well, drinking yeah. enough water i always try to do that to make sure i'm getting all and the then water. my neighbors yeah okay i'm gonna have to talk to the leasing office tomorrow okay all right well thank you guys for tuning in if you've made it this far yes thank y'all y'all are our slippers Y'all sipping with us this week, and we can't wait to catch up with you again next time. Yeah, so y'all have a good week. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.